Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. What is the world coming to where you also have to worry about getting shot uh, while fighting a fire? For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. A Stockton, California fire captain was shot and killed while responding to a fire just this week. Vidal Max Fortuna was a husband, a father, and a brother to his fellow firefighters at the Stockton Fire Department. A somber procession led by Stockton police motorcycle officers escorted the hearse from San Joaquin General Hospital carrying veteran Stockton Fire Department Captain Vidal Max Fortuna. Today is a good representation of the type of person that Max was. Max was a, was a firefighter who showed up every day and never complained about being on the job. And this just goes to show how dangerous our jobs are. But hearing a firefighter being shot here in the city of Stockton is something I've never seen in all my years of being a police officer here. Want to teach your kids financial literacy but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. I'm joined by Van Tu, reporter at ABC10 in Sacramento. Van, thanks for being here with us. We appreciate it. Thanks. Tell us what we know about happened in the early morning hours uh, when a 911 call came in. Yeah, so the 911 call came in in the wee hours of the morning uh, before 5 a.m. So, you know, it's still dark. It's very early. And uh, there was a dumpster fire in Stockton outside of a warehouse. And it's in an area that, you know, is pretty industrial and has, you know, a issue with a lot of unhoused folks in that area and crime. So it was early in the night, or I would say early in the morning when it's still dark, and it was a call for a dumpster fire. So Stockton Fire came out there to start putting out this fire, and then kind of out of nowhere, you could hear it on the police radio dispatch as well, shots of, uh, uh, reports of shots fired, and one of their firefighters, a captain, was struck. I don't think that you have to be a local to have this story strike a chord, Really, because, you know, we all live with uh, police uh, police officers and firefighters wherever we are. And to hear a firefighter getting shot and killed while putting out a fire doing his job, it really strikes you to the core. There have been there, there have been a lot of words spoken about him in the past few days. And I want to I want to talk about who he was as a person. Before we do that, there was an arrest made soon after this, though, and someone is in custody, right? Yes, uh, a, a person was immediately taken into custody. Actually, uh, not sh- not long after those shots were fired, um, he, he was a man in his sixties, and his family actually that day released this statement, trying to offer some insight because it's just so difficult to fathom that a firefighter would be shot and killed on the job. So they say that Robert 
Bob Somerville. He's a longstanding business owner and a former engineer in the Stockton community. And he operates uh, a business in that warehouse and also resides there. And even in the last week, that area uh, has just been so plagued with crime. And even in the last week, he had even fortified his warehouse because of all these break-ins. And uh, they say that he believed that it was a break-in at the time. He believed he was getting burglarized, and that's why he fired those shots. So the family at this point saying that it's accidental. We'll have to wait and see what all comes out of that. Of course, uh, he has been arrested. Do we know if he's still behind bars? He is behind bars, yes, uh, facing weapons and and homicide charges. And my understanding is a gun was found at the scene along with, with him. The, the gun was recovered as well. So, you know... Uh, I, the family is saying this was a huge mistake, a huge misunderstanding. But, you know, you also get into, like, the uh, the castle doctrine about, you know, at what point are you in fear of your life where you would have to discharge a weapon? So, I, I don't know. All of this will have to go through court and we'll see what happens. But at this point, the family also offering their sincerest apologies that this was a mistake and they really feel for Captain Fortuna's family. Captain Fortuna has been a firefighter for quite a while, and everything you hear about him just sounds like his job was, you know, part of what he loved doing in life. Yes, absolutely. So a 21-year veteran of the Stockton Fire Department, um, just decades, and really dedicated to the profession. Um, he was also dedicated to the church. So he was a member of a church in Modesto, which is not too far away from Stockton. And yeah, the congregants of that church really describe him as a really great man to be around, a heart of a servant. And he really loved worship music. So he played the bass guitar uh, at their ministry. So, you know, the church, uh, his church family and his firefighting family really all mourning. I ask you to keep Captain Fortuna's family and the Stockton Fire, De Fire Department family and your thoughts and prayers during this difficult time. Being a firefighter, you're a firefighter and a brother for life. It's heartbreaking. Um, I've never seen anything like this happen. I just wonder what's going on in the world anymore. Um, how can people be like this? Van, one thing that has happened soon after he was killed, other fire departments from around the area stepped in, right, because they wanted to give everyone at his station basically time to grieve and, and process this. Yes, absolutely. And um, I spoke to the uh, community relations officer for the city of Sacramento, and, you know, she said that it, they, they didn't really even have to ask the firefighters from neighboring agencies, at least nine uh, neighboring fire agencies stepped in uh, to help out the city of Stockton. And it really speaks to the dedication to the profession, making sure that there was no gap in service. Uh, so all these uh, neighboring fire agencies were driving around Stockton last night, you know, from Modesto, Tracy, Hayward in the Bay Area, Sacramento, Elk Grove. All these fire trucks with their lights on answering calls in Stockton were seen all throughout the city of Stockton last night. Yeah, I've been struck seeing some of the video of all of that and, and the press conference and other firefighters speaking just um, how, how big an impact this has had, had on, on so many people there. 
you know, for first responders, the job is already inherently dangerous. Um, Firefighting, inherently dangerous. And, you know, you expect to, you know, face burning buildings and maybe even a roof collapse. But to be shot while on the job, that's just, it feels out of left field for a lot of first responders. And, you know, the big question that I heard from everyone that I spoke to yesterday was, what is the world coming to where you also have to worry about getting shot uh, while fighting a fire? Uh, That was the big question from a lot of firefighters. Um, What we found, um, though, is that, you know, it's been a pretty deadly year for um, American firefighters in the month of January. The most up-to-date records from the National Fire Protection Association is from 2020. Uh, There were roughly uh, a a little bit over 40 firefighter deaths that year, and one of them was a firefighter who was shot and killed. And that accounted for about 2% of the deaths in 2020 for firefighters. So, again, it isn't unheard of. It has happened before, but it is extremely rare. And when you talk about it in a local sense, like all the firefighters locally here that we spoke to, they're just like, we have never seen anything like this before. Van Tu at ABC 10, thanks so much for talking to us about this. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here five days a week, Monday through Friday. And be sure to check out our weekly show, True Crime Chronicles, available every Monday, wherever you listen to podcasts. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson.